0: Fight on you, stalwart Ram team, on to the goal. Boom, baby. Another win, Rams advance to the NIT semifinals. Gritty, gritty stuff from CSU in the win over NC State tonight. This is the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. I'm Justin Michael, and I am just, the the vibes are immaculate right now. Awesome stuff, CSU down at halftime. Could not buy a bucket. I mean, they just struggled to hit jump shots from the perimeter all night. But they found a way, man. They found a way. They valued offensive possessions. They kept grinding it out on defense. One of the best defensive efforts of the season. This was just one of those games where CSU refused to lose. They just wanted to keep playing basketball. And, you know, they were outmatched size-wise, probably from an athletic standpoint as well. But there was no quit in this team. And, you know, it's really easy to get down on yourself when the jump shots aren't falling. I mean, they were open and in rhythm, predominantly uncontested, and they just wouldn't fall. And uh, Nico Medved postgame was talking about how, you know, at halftime, he kind of looked at the team and, you know, their heads were kind of down. And he's like, guys, we're in it. I mean, they they basically played about as poorly as you could play offensively in terms of um, just production and like execution, because, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if the look is good and, and you do everything right. If the shot doesn't fall, <laughs> they had a lot of instances in that first half where there, there was a lot right about the offensive possession. They, it just wouldn't fall. Um, you know, you would have liked to have seen them attack the post a little bit more. And we saw that a lot more in the second half, but ultimately I just, you know, it it was a great instance of a team adjusting on the fly. And, you know, not letting a difficult start end up dragging them down and having that, you know, kind of seep over into the second half. It was just an instance of a team doing what it had to. I mean, they did the dirty work. And I think if you're a coach, that's almost more satisfying when you have a game where your back's against the wall. The shots aren't falling. And yet, you know, they they battle on the glass. They force 17 turnovers they only turn the ball, over they only get, give up three steals themselves. They had 10 total turnovers, but three of them were off of steals. And NC State is a team that averaged about eight a game. You know, the Rams, like I said, coming in, 10 is the mark. If you keep it at 10 or under, that is a good game and you are going to win most of the time. They didn't reach that 75 point mark and that made me a little bit nervous, but they, they played well enough defensively and they really battled in a way that It gave them a shot to win, and and they found a way to get it done when it mattered. I'm going to keep diving into all of this. I'm going to talk about um, how cocky NC State fans were coming in, and they really got humbled in this one. Going to play some post-game audio. We've got a great podcast coming from you. Winner's Pod, baby. Winner's Pod. Feel good. The only college basketball team in Colorado still playing, um, at at the men's level at least. And you got to love that. You got to love that. Great, great stuff from the CSU team, but you know who's also great? My friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. Sure, you've probably heard how great the mortgage rates are right now, but Mike and Virginia, they're not just your typical mortgage company. They've got phenomenal rates, yeah, but what makes them different? Mike is a certified financial planner. He's going to look at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. Whether you're looking at refinancing your current mortgage, buying a new home, Mike and Virginia, they're going to make the process as simple and smooth as possible If you've ever gone through the loan process before, it's a lot like uh, getting a root canal, watching Nolan Arenado get traded, watching Boise State football win, you know, the worst things possible. But Mike and Virginia, they're just going to make it so much better. They're the best in the business, small family owned. You know you can trust them. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, though, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com, where you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat and get set up with that free consultation. If you'd like to talk to somebody directly, give Mike a call at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472, or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631.
1: Obviously, you know, a a big game for us, Um, pretty frustrating first half. I think in a lot of ways, obviously, I don't know, we were one or 15 from three and um, really couldn't get anything to go. But we hung in there. I thought we came out in the second half and and we were so much more aggressive. Just the way we played our pace on offense, uh, we started to attack more. Um, Clearly, that showed by our points in the paint and the way we scored the ball from two. I thought our defensive energy really picked up and took them out of what they wanted to do. And, you know, when I look at statue, too, I mean, we really battled this team on the glass. And so um, gutty, gutty win by our guys and uh, uh, feels pretty good.
0: Nico, you guys had to execute uh, three different times on on difficult inbound plays down the stretch. You know, were you, go- were you calling those out or was that a situation where you were letting the point guards kind of dictate what to do based on how they were covering it?
1: Well, it's something that we we worked on in practice and that we've done, you know, late game situations, getting the ball inbound. So really, we just switched as the game went on late, you know, and we really knew they were going to really extend their pressure. So we just made a little bit of adjustment there at the end of the game, and it was something that we had practice. So it was just kind of an adjustment there from the bench, and I thought the guys really executed it well.
0: You know, coming in, you said that James Moores was going to have to have a big game. Thunderbird, you know, he kind of had that hot start early, but between James and Roddy and, and Tanjay fronting him. It seems like you guys really adjusted well. You know, how impressed were you with Moore's handling this matchup tonight? That was
1: great. And I thought the other one, I, I thought Deshaun Thomas played with a ton of energy too. You know, I thought all those guys, and I thought we were... I, I thought we were settling. We knew this is a team that wanted to throw the ball in the post, but I thought we, you know, they caught us out of position a lot of times and we weren't anticipating the duck-ins. And then I thought in the second half we did a little bit better job of being up the line anticipating the duck-ins, taking away the easy post catches. And then when they did catch it, we did a really good job of bringing help to the post early and wanting to make those guys passers, not finishers. And I think we turned them over uh, um, several times by getting to fronts or doubling the post and um, and I thought that was a huge stretch in the game I mean, We forced 17 turnovers from, from these guys. And so clearly I thought, uh, um, I thought our pressure in our team defense was really, really, really good that way on the post.
0: All right. All right. All right. That was Nico Medved post game, you know, obviously a, a gritty win. It wasn't pretty offensively, but you know, they did what they needed to on the defensive end. And that's kind of what I was trying to drill home early but let's kind of just dive into it real quick, just a brief recap of what happened. The Rams came out, and, and they were they were open looks, but they were kind of getting dared to shoot from three, and they were taking all of them. I, I felt like Adam rushed a couple of them, but they were, like I said, they were predominantly okay. And um, as far as Adam Thistlewood, it was obviously, it was a really, really tough night from, for him. You know, 0 of 8 from the field. He missed seven three-pointers. Most of them were open. And then he also missed that wide open layup after the steal. Um, You know, that's tough. Those those nights are going to happen when you are a shooter. Those are going to be tough. But the one thing I would say is if you asked any single person on that roster or the coaching staff, what they would tell you is we want Adam to keep shooting. We want him to keep putting him up because he's one of their best and, and most effective shooters from long, guys. like That is a big part of what makes CSU successful now. It obviously didn't work tonight. It was ugly, it was rough, but that's basketball. There are going to be games like that where they just aren't falling. And to his credit, you know, he only took two shots in the second half. You know, he was putting them up early. They weren't falling. So what do you do in the second half? He kept battling on the boards. You know, he took a really big charge. That that's what you need. I mean, a couple of steals. That's what you need from one of your veteran players when it's not going your way offensively. Don't hang your head. Don't sulk. Keep battling. And that's what everyone on this roster did. And luckily for Adam, you know, some of these other guys were able to pick him up. They got 50 points out of Kendall Moore, Isaiah Stevens, and David Roddy. I mean, if you get 50 out of your core, there are going to be very few nights when you lose, especially when, you know, the bench is is doing pretty well. And I thought this was a phenomenal game for the reserves. I think Deshaun Thomas was excellent. Um, John Tanjay, you know, he didn't do a whole lot offensively, but his impact defensively and helping, you know, front some of those big guys in the post, That was a huge deal. P.J. Bird, you know, he hit a couple of shots, had a lot of um, nice hustle rebounds. It was just a great effort game from everybody that saw action tight. And look, you know, does CSU need to shoot better? Obviously. Very rarely are you going to be able to win when you go 3 of 23 from three-point land. That's 13%. It's going to be a rough night for you. But, you know, to CSU's credit, they went 10 of 11 at the free throw line. 44% 44% from the field, not phenomenal, but not awful either. I mean, it, it was just a, one of those things where, yeah, we can nitpick, and, and the three-point shooting was ugly. Whether they face Memphis or Boise State in the semifinals, that game going on right now, they're, they're very likely going to have to shoot better to have a chance. But ultimately, it's still a 20-win season. You just beat an ACC opponent, and you live to, to fight another day. And I just think we have to be really proud of this Rams team for the effort that they've given. And they've had a tough draw. I mean, Buffalo and NC State, that's not exactly a walk in the park when it comes to the NIT, especially given that CSU was the number one overall seed in this tournament. You know, they didn't get to ease in with, you know, like a Cal Poly or something. And no offense if you're a Cal Poly fan, Uh, never met one of you, but, you know, if you are just, you know, they, they didn't get an easy game against a mid-major or a small school that was just, you know, kind of happy to be there. Buffalo is a team that very likely, you know, would have made the NCAA tournament had it not come down to one game. NC state, they, they put themselves in a position to, you know, they, they really weren't a, a bubble team, but you know, like I said, they won five straight to close the regular season, got that big win over Virginia and they looked really good in their opening win over Davidson. So I think this is a win that CSU fans should be proud of. I think this is a season that Ram fans should be proud of. You already have the conference record, um, 14 wins. That's awesome. Or, you know, program record, four conference wins in a season, I should say. And now you have a chance to, you know, really do something special. And whether they make the championship game or not, I think this is a season to remember. But God, it would just be so cool to see this team win it. And it sucks that it wouldn't be at the Garden, but I just think a, an NIT championship. Could really be that stepping stone that CSU uses to ascend to that next level. We all really think the future is bright in Fort Collins, given the the state of the roster. Knock on wood. Um, hopefully, you know you keep everybody intact. And with the coaching staff, we'll have to see. Um, that's something I'm going to talk about in the coming days. We've got uh, the Oklahoma job opening up, so another you know high profile job in the Midwest. Um, you know, maybe Ram fans aren't totally out of the woods there yet. And I do think some of the CSU assistants could potentially be a target for, you know, some of these um, high-profile jobs in the Big Ten slash Big Twelve as well. So we'll 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 have to see about all that. But I don't want to dwell on anything like that tonight because tonight it's all about just being happy about the accomplishments of this team and you know feeling good because that's that's what we all need. It's it's been a brutal year. It's been an even tougher week for the Colorado community and. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna sit up here and act like a basketball game erases that or changes any of that. But like I was talking about with Dre on the pregame pod, it's just one of those where I think we all need a little bit of distraction and something to just be excited about. And this CSU team, man, they 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 just do it the right way. It's a good group of dudes. They play the game the right way, they battle, they give it their all. And if that's not a team that you can get behind and appreciate, I, I really don't know what else you could ask for as a college basketball fan. I mean, this isn't Duke. It's not North Carolina. You don't expect to compete for championships, but we're getting to that point where, you know, CSU, they're, they're a legitimate basketball program, somebody that has to be respected on a national level. And they showed it tonight by thoroughly and, you know, pretty convincingly, I know it was a tight game, but I thought they executed really well and defended, you know, proved that they could handle themselves against an ACC team. And, and that's that's something that I don't think, you know, we could have ever expected two, three years ago. It's crazy how fast this program has grown in such a short time. <laughs> I know I'm uh, I'm starting to sound like a broken record here. I just, I really want to drive that home, how special what this team is accomplishing is, you know, it's, this is not something that happens every day. And especially, you know, given the state of CSU athletics over the last half decade or so. This has just been such a pleasant, pleasant experience as, you know, a guy that creates content about CSU, obviously passionately has followed the program throughout, you know, my entire life. It's just been, it's been so nice to see this program revived and I'm having a blast. Like I said, I was going to lean into the NIT. I am, I'm all in. I want to see this team take home the title and uh, we're going to keep talking CSU hoops, uh, but I'm going to get to some post-game audio from David Roddy, kind of talk about you know, his mindset down the stretch, that last fadeaway shot, man, on Thunderbird, their best player, that was nasty. That was absolutely nasty NBA type stuff. He wanted to get to the rim. It wasn't there. Used to use the body to, to, you know, draw Funderburk away and then just finishes with a gorgeous, gorgeous jump shot from the mid range as he's falling away from the hoop Him and Isaiah Stevens, man, they made some tough, tough shots in this one. Isaiah had three or four gorgeous mid-range shots in this one, a couple of fadeaways, a couple around the free throw line that were just gorgeous little uh, runner-type floater looks. And These guys are just something else. I mean, I tweeted Isaiah Stevens is elite. He could get buckets in any league in in the country. Same goes for Roddy. These dudes, they're just different, man. Um, But like I said, I'm going to get to that post-game audio from David Roddy. Uh, But first, just a quick word uh, on our partners, DraftKings Sportsbook, the top-rated sportsbook app in America. You know, us folks up in Fort Collins, we're obviously all in on the NIT, but the NCAA tournament is in full swing. The action has not disappointed. I mean, crazy upsets, just absurdity. We've got Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16, a 15 seed for God's sakes. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game. If your team wins, you win $100. It's really that simple. I mean, that's the easiest way to turn $1 into $100 that I've ever heard. Best thing, you don't even have to pick an upset. Take Gonzaga. I mean, there's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than backing it by putting your money where your mouth is. Do it with DraftKings Sportsbook, and, and don't worry, if college basketball isn't for you, unlikely given that you listen to this pod but DraftKings Sportsbook has 100 to 1 odds on select fighters for this weekend's UFC 260 it is going to be a hell of a bout DraftKings is safe secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn one dollar into one holiday Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up for your chance to turn $1 into $100. If the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, use the code DNVR. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook for a limited time. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out the homies over at Green Roads. They have some of the best CBD products on the market. I've recently been using the gummies and guys, they really just help me relax at night, help me fall asleep. You probably know by now that DNVR, we're a huge supporter of CBD, and we wouldn't recommend these products if we did not, you know, absolutely love them. They they hooked us up, and everyone on our staff has just been absolutely infatuated with these products. They have over 30,000 five-star reviews, 30,000. So even if you don't take my word for it, trust the word of the people. I mean, Green Roads for the people. And right now you can use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. Green Roads, they lead the industry. They're the number one privately held CBD company in the US by market share, award-winning products, pharmacist founded and formulated. It's just the best. I mean, it's a company that you can trust. and again. I can't recommend it enough. It helps me relax, helps with headaches. It's just great. Head to greenroads.com, pick out your items, enter the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. Shout out Greenroads. David, can you take me through your mindset on that last fadeaway jump shot? It looked like it kind of went at uh, Thunderbird with the body a little bit. Obviously he had four fouls there. Were you always intending to put a mid-range jump shot up or were you kind of hoping to get to the rim there?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was hoping to get to the rim a little bit. Um, you know, I tried to reject the screen, but he was—he was still there. He didn't move his feet, and so I can't. And you know, I try to spin back, but you know, again, he was there, physical. So, um,
0: you know, we just—we work on that shot, um, you know, a lot with with Coach Ali. So, I just trusted my my training and and
1: and shot it, and it went in. So, you know, I'm just glad about that.
0: You know, you mentioned that there's a lot of good players on this team. How big of a spark did you know some of those bench guys provide in the first half? It, it really seems like Tanjay and and PJ and you know, DT there, they were doing the dirty work, you know, on the glass and just kind of muffing things up defensively.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. You know, that first four minutes and then, you know, that stuff happened and, and, you know, John and DT, you know, got to it. PJ was getting great rebounds as well, pushing the floor and being unselfish. So, you know, that's, you know, that's what we want from our bench. And they, they came out and, and, you know, matched our energy and even brought it up. So, you know, those guys are just awesome. Um, this whole season, they've been
0: awesome. I mean, I think David Roddy said it best, um, all season, those guys off the bench have been awesome. They were awesome tonight, a team victory in every sense of the term. And I just got to be honest, I feel like this Rams team is battle tested. It's going to be difficult no matter, you know, whether they face Memphis or Boise state. And by the time you're listening to this podcast, we, you know, you'll know the result of that. I, I just... I don't know why you wouldn't buy into this Rams team at this point. I mean, they, they've, they've battled in every single competitive game this season. There, there's really never been a moment where you've looked at this CSU team and just been like, wow, they are completely outclassed by their opponent. And, and when was the last time that you could say that about a CSU team that you went through an entire season where they didn't just get completely punked by somebody? That's growth. And and it's just been a consistent theme from the CSU squad all year. We've seen them learn. We've seen them adjust. They're a terrific second half team. One, that's a credit to their high basketball IQ, but that's also a credit to the coaching staff and their ability to feel it out and, you know, make adjustments on the fly. And I'm sounding like a broken record, but this team is just special. And I hope that you guys enjoy following them as much as I enjoy talking about them because I have a feeling this is going to be a season that, you know, two or three years from now, we look back on and we, you know, that was really the start of something special. And I just, I have so much faith in this squad. So we're going to be talking about more CSU hoops over the next couple of days. As soon as we know, you know, whether it's Memphis or Boise state, I'll start to preview that one. i uh, going to talk to some of my friends that are out in uh, Frisco right now, covering the, the tournament in person, obviously wish that I could be there um, due to some circumstances wasn't able to get out there in time, unfortunately, but that's okay. Post game access is still great. Virtually. Uh, Thank you to the NIT and to CSU for being accommodating under those circumstances. Just been one of those years, you know, we've had to adjust on the fly, uh, kind of like, you know, the, the teams have, it's just been different. It's not the same. It's not as personal, but we have basketball and this is March. This is the best time for college basketball. Great time to be a Ram fan. Great time to be proud to be, I will be back with more content. We've got another NFL Draft Pod coming tomorrow, um, as well as, like I said, plenty of more Rams coverage. It's just going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you to everybody that continues to support our content. I'll have a written feature on the game up by morning as well. Make sure you check that out as well. Shout out to all of you guys, man. Fight on, you stalwart rant team. Fight on, baby.